Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book, Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. You've read his books. You see him on television. You follow him on social media. And you can listen to him talk about life and retirement right here, right now. He is Pat Struby, and this is Save Your Retirement, presented by Preservation Specialists. What are some of the key pieces of a retirement income strategy? What are some ways you can help ensure your income will last? How important is it to be tax efficient in retirement? And how will you pay for long-term care? Boy, those are some big questions. But Pat Struby is here today to help you piece together your retirement planning puzzle. We are so glad you're here with us on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby And Pat, before we even get into the, the rest of our show today, I want to talk about another one of our favorite Pats here Ooh. on the planet, which yeah. is Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak. Yes, 76 yes. years old, which I did not, I did not realize he was 76. I, he doesn't look it, but he announced, I can't imagine why, right? <laughs> by the way. I know, it's so natural. <laughs> but I, I don't know if you heard this, but he is actually retiring after more than 40 years as the host of Wheel of Fortune. I, I have some audio from our friend Pat Sajak for you to listen to. Hang on. At some point, I'll say to myself, you know, I don't want to be on the set whittling and drooling. So at some point, you'll say, let's let someone else do it. Let someone else do it. Let's, but who else <laughs> really, though? Could we even imagine hosting? It's unimaginable, right? Yeah, yeah. And you've you've watched this before, and and I mean, you've even started the next generation watching Wheel of Fortune, right? Yeah, it was definitely in the rotation as a kid. Uh, we we would do Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy, you know, as a family, and you know, we don't watch a ton of TV as a family. But my my mother in law stayed with us for a while, and she would watch the news, and then Wheel of Fortune would come on after. And for some reason, it piqued uh, Gabby and Ila's curiosity. So we had about a month where we were recording Wheel of Fortune, and Dad and Gabby and Ila were <laughs> watching Pat Sajak and Vanna White. And I was literally thinking, these two people will do this until they die. Yeah. There's, because at this point, they've been doing it forever. So Pat Sajak retiring, is it's completely a shock to me. Yeah, it, it is a big deal. And I, <laughs> I just – do you remember there was an episode of Friends where they were watching Wheel of Fortune – and it was like a blank, and then O U N T, and then a blank U S H M O R E. And Joey's like, "It's Count Rushmore, you idiot!" Instead of Mount Rushmore, <laughs> <laughs> it just always makes me laugh. Count Rushmore. It's a tough one. Yeah, I know, it's, it's, it's a tough one when you're trying to fill in those blanks. Well, we're going to talk about filling in the blanks here with our retirement puzzle in just a second. You see where I'm going with this, but I love um, it. I do have to point out the audio that I played for you from Pat Sajak. That actually was a 2001 interview he did with the Associated Press. Oh. So more than 20 years ago, they were asking if retirement was on the horizon. And here it is 20-something years later before he finally hangs up the TV host microphone and suit. <laughs> so he was, uh, he's been mulling it for quite I some guess. time, it sounds like. That's really people, interesting. People have been wondering. People have been wondering. but Sure. I mean, just like this career of his hosting a game show for more than 40 years, most of us are going to retire after a 30 or 40 year career and enter a retirement that could last just as long. I mean, what a, what a huge thing to try to prepare for. How, how do we do that? Yeah, I, th I think this is really one of the very first points I made in my last book, uh, The Retirement Secret, which is that you know this isn't your parents or grandparents retirement anymore. It's not, you know, work somewhere for 40 years and retire with a pension and social security and you know have nothing that you have to manage or plan for you know social security has its own financial problems but pensions are disappearing and you know the vast majority of people have to have some kind of savings that they're handling for themselves and, and what i talk about in the introduction of the book is we've essentially become our own pension managers and of course 
the problem, and probably you're, you're listening right now, you're probably guessing the punchline. The problem is we have not been trained to do that. So it really is, you know, when people, sometimes people ask you what type of people hire you. And I say, you know, the most common person is just someone who has been trying to work hard and put some money away. And they start thinking about how does this actually turn into retirement? You know, how does that actually work? And so there are a lot of steps to it. And, you know, that's obviously what we talk about every week. And uh, uh, looking forward to digging in with you more today. Yeah. And again, I kind of made a reference to this whole idea of our retirement planning puzzle, because this is just where I have to go with it, since we've been talking about Pat Sajak retiring from Wheel of Fortune. (laughs) If you think about your retirement income strategy like a puzzle, and you have pieces that are missing, the strategy doesn't make sense. Just like... Just like poor Joey from Friends and Count Rushmore. Didn't make any sense. So, um, I've got to say it. Help us solve the puzzle. I'd like to solve the puzzle, please. What are some of the key pieces of this strategy? Yeah, we, we call our uh, finished uh, plans for clients when they hire us a custom-built retirement plan, and that, that has five areas, and we love the visual of a puzzle. And the reason is it's not five independent things. It's five things that have to work seamlessly together if you're mm-hmm. going to have a successful retirement. So we, of course, always say on the show that the foundation of a successful retirement plan is a written retirement income plan. How much income do you need? Where is it going to come from? Of course, part of that is going to be a tax plan. It's the second piece of the puzzle uh, because it's not what you make, it's what you keep. So we have to have a strategy behind, you know, where you're going to be at, you know, tax brackets and things like that. For almost everyone, an investment plan is a huge part of that plan because for most of us, we need investments to generate income so that we can use that income to live off of in retirement. So that's the third one. And then the fourth and fifth uh, are important as well. They're not always as exciting to talk about, but it's kind of the health care and insurance plan and then the estate plan. Um, not only what happens after you pass away, but what happens in the later years uh, when you're unable to you know, maybe manage your finances for yourself. So it's five different areas, uh, five different pieces to that puzzle that we want working and complementing each other. So we want a beautiful jigsaw puzzle-like mm. pieces that fit nicely together, that work together and you know, kind of in harmony um, to work perfectly. And, and of course, as we talk about every week, it's very rare that someone has that. No one's trained to do that. No one talks about that. Uh, So if you don't have any kind of uh, retirement plan or you have one that you think maybe is more of a cookie cutter, kind of off the shelf Mm -hmm. approach, call us at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer our retirement review to listen to the show at no cost and no obligation. And to take advantage of that, you just have to call us at 803 Nine retire. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rezac alongside that number again, 803 9 Retire. So, when it comes to those pieces of a retirement plan that you were just going over for us there, Pat, what do a lot of people tend to overlook? Are there are there pieces that tend to be missing when people sit down with you for the first time or things they haven't thought about? All these years, Jen, I, that's such a good question. I don't know if you've ever asked me that. <laughs> so I'm kind of I'm kind of pondering it right now. Um, yeah, I think of uh, you know so many years of working with people planning for retirement. Things that are overlooked most often, certainly. Um, how do you take all the stuff that you have, all these resources that you've built up, social security benefits, maybe it's a pension benefit, 401ks, you know, inheritance, all these things, how do you turn that into income? That would be mm-hmm. one. Okay. Um, most people don't have any idea how to do that before they come see us, and that's okay. That's part of our expertise. Um, I would certainly say um, tax planning is one of those things that you and I talk about from time to time that it just doesn't come naturally because there's not as much you can do while you're working, right? Because sure. you're going to be earning money you're going to be paying taxes on it. That's just kind of the way it goes. And then the third one that I, I think we see so, so often is when you look at your nest egg as you're approaching retirement, um, a lot of people have been burned by problems with their nest egg, you know, whether it's the market crashing way back in 2008 or even, you know, with co- the COVID crash or something like that, where people either have everything in the market because they're looking to make it all back, or maybe they got burned and they move it all out of the market and sitting Mm -hmm. in a money market or something like that. So something extreme instead of that kind of divvying it up. Those are the things we see all the time. And again, this isn't to say we're judging those decisions or anything like that. This is just mentioning like it's very common uh, and no one's perfect with their finances. I've done, Mm, I've, I've been a financial planner my entire adult life. 
I do things with my finances that aren't perfect. So, <laughs> so we're, we're not, we never want to judge anyone for what they've done or what they're looking to do. It's more so, can we, can we work together uh, to enhance what you're doing? So, so as we're trying to do that, and of course, the, the big goal, I think, for pretty much everybody is helping find ways to make sure we don't outlive our savings. What are some ways we can help make sure the income will last as long as we need it to last, especially when you think about some of those challenges that go along with missing pieces of the puzzle that people have? Yeah, I think to me, Jen, the, the first place to start, of course, we always talk about trying to figure out how much you're going to need in retirement. And then uh, I'll quickly try and review a topic I really like, which is called your GRIP, which is the Guaranteed mm. Retirement Income Percentage. So figuring out how much you need every month and then how much of your income is going to come from something that has some type of guarantee to it. And that would generally be your Social Security if you have a company pension. And then other than that, probably it would be uh, an, an annuity that has some type of lifetime income guarantee. Mm. If you can combine all those and that's going to cover, say, three-fourths of your retirement income or you know all of your retirement income that's a really good baseline for you but if you have very little of that it's only going to cover a small fraction of what you need then there's more risk there so i think that's that's one place that i would go uh thinking about those places where you have some type of guarantee social security pension and annuities with the lifetime guarantee mm -hmm. and then kind of figuring out if that's going to give you that comfort level to make sure you never run out of money because the last thing you want when you retire is to run out of money. And you think about some of the, the economic challenges we've talked about on this show recently, um, concerns about inflation, tax increases, the economy. These things are not making it any easier for people who are trying to figure out when they can actually retire and then how do they afford to, to stay retired. Yeah, absolutely, Jen. Running out of money is often the biggest fear for so many of the people we work with. People get caught up in how much they've saved, but what you really need to think about is how much you'll spend in retirement. What could it take for you to live your ideal lifestyle for the next 30 years? If you're listening right now, you don't have a retirement income strategy, we invite you to call so we can help you create a spending plan to figure out how much you'll need for the retirement you've been dreaming about. Uncover some of the main risks to your retirement, including inflation, stock market risk, and potential tax increases. Learn about the options for generating income in retirement and learn about ways to keep your current standard of living in retirement, even as costs keep rising. There's no cost for this type of analysis and there's no obligation, but this is just for listeners of today's show. Call 803-9-RETIRE and ask for your retirement income analysis. Once again, that number to get started is 803 Nine retire. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rezac alongside that number again, 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll have more insights from Pat coming up next. To get your preliminary written retirement income plan, call Preservation Specialists right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. John Farley here. According to the U.S. Debt Clock, in the time you hear this commercial, our nation's debt will go up by $1.5 million. That's more than $2 billion a day, $15 billion a week. Right now, our debt is over $31 trillion and climbing fast. The question is how do we pay it off? The answer, increasing taxes. Now think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are historically low or later when rates are potentially higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in the future depends on a lot of things. The team at Preservation Specialists knows what to look for. Our advisors can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as it can be. Call 803-9-RETIRE to set up a visit with an advisor at Preservation Specialists. That's 803-9-RETIRE. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now, 803-9-RETIRE. Securities offered through Arcadios Capital Member, FINRA, and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Arcadios Wealth. Preservation specialists and Arcadios are not affiliated through any ownership. Have a question for Pat? Here's an easy new way to ask. Click on the radio tab at retirewithpat.com and record your question directly on the website. That's retirewithpat.com and click on radio. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rezac alongside. And now we're going to be talking a little bit about creating what we're going to call a five-star retirement plan for your retirement. And we're going to play off of, Pat, the rating system for hotels, restaurants. Mm. You know how this works. I mean, you think about a five-star luxury resort, and there's this greenery and scenic views and the customer yes. service. Right? Sounds and good. I, 
It does. I will say my parents were very brand loyal when I was growing oh, up. Oh, yeah? Okay. And it was always a day's in. Oh, yes. Which I do not think got five stars. No. I think that might have been maybe two. Yeah, so, probably a little yeah. lower. And do Just you... the first thing that came to mind. No, that's perfect. I mean, because you think about those run-of-the-mill roadside motels, this is not really going to have the five-star rating because something's just kind of missing. Yes. <laughs> right? At least one thing. Absolutely. At least one, if not a couple. And you know, Pat, yeah. when I was a kid and we would go on family road trips, my parents were also kind of brand loyal, but- I would collect the directories. Remember when you used to be able to pick up the oh, little directory? Oh, yeah. That's and fun. I carried them with me, and I played travel agent in the car and made <laughs> pretend reservations. A lot of fun. Super oh, entertaining. Oh, my goodness. That's I'm, great. I'm sure everyone loved hearing that from the backseat. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what had to happen before devices when you literally had to pass time. Yeah, I had nothing else to do but make fake reservations from the Holiday Inn Worldwide Directory, which That's is what fabulous. I carried. Yeah, pretty good. So you're very familiar with the rating system. We know how this works. We have one star motels up to five star resorts. Yes. Um, so we're going to have a little fun with this. We're going to call these our five star retirement plans today. Having some fun talking about, we're calling them stars, but really these are the main components of a comprehensive retirement plan. So how can we help make sure, Pat, our plans have a five-star rating and they have all of these things? Well, I like this analogy, Jen, because I think about sometimes I will have someone that comes in the office and many people come in and they're scared or worried or just, you know, not knowing how to create, you know, a retirement out of everything that they have. Right. But sometimes we have someone who might be a little overconfident and they might say, well, I've got this pension, for example, and that's going to cover all my expenses. Well, that would be, maybe that's going to cover their base income. So that's mm -hmm. kind of a one star, but they may not have thought of the other four areas. Or I'm, we might have someone that comes in that's very happy with their investment portfolio, and they're thinking that's going to handle everything, but that's one other star. Sure. Okay. So I think it's a great analogy. But yeah, so the five areas, those five stars is you need to have a reliable income plan and know where your income's coming from in retirement. That's number one. Number two is I would tie with that a tax plan because you certainly don't want to be paying the maximum amount of taxes in retirement. You mm -hmm. want to be thinking, being smart and thinking that through and that ties into your income. You need to have a investment management and portfolio strategy. Most of us are going to need some of our nest egg to live off of because most of us don't have enough in social security and pensions. And then you need some kind of healthcare plan, uh, which usually involves some kind of strategy with insurance. And then the fifth piece would be estate planning. And I always like to make the point that that may have to do with after you're gone and things going to kids or grandkids or church or charity. But if you're married, it's really important to have an estate plan for each other. Uh, mm -hmm. Because if something mm -hmm. happens, with, one of you gets sick or one of you passes, it really is going to affect your spouse. So right. those are your five areas, those five stars. And we want to give you a star on all five of those to feel like your retirement would be like a just like a luxury resort. Right, right. Just feels a little bit more complete when you have all of these pieces. So let's go back up to the beginning here and let's start with the income piece. And I, I like your point, Pat, when you say that sometimes people might come to you, they have something like a pension or they have some source of income, but that's only one of the stars. That's still not mm. this five-star plan. Yeah. But let's focus on what do we do to make sure that we have that piece in place? How do we analyze our different income sources or how do we identify some of the tools, some of the options for us for generating income in retirement? Yeah, this is one of those where you say, we well, need to have an income plan. And probably the most logical response is, well, duh, of course, because I can't retire without income, right? Mm -hmm. But such a simple topic is actually more complex than most people realize. So first of all, the income has to be reliable. So you can't just be saying, I'm going to take money off my stock market portfolio because that's not guaranteed. And if the market crashes, you probably don't want to go back to work. So that happened in 2000. It happened in 2008. So we need a better plan than that. You have to have income that you're not going to outlive which is getting harder and yes. harder these days oh, because gosh, we're living right. longer. Your income has to keep up with inflation. It has to keep its buying power. And man, that's something we're all thinking about all the time right now. And for example, Jen, some of those pensions don't have any kind of updates for inflation. So maybe right there, someone's realizing, oh, maybe I'm not as set as I thought I was. And then the fourth one is if you're married, a survivor's plan. So if one of the spouses passes away, that's going to usually affect pension benefits, affect social security benefits. So all of those pieces together, thinking through each of those and having a plan for each of those is going to give someone 
a retirement income plan. And we always say the foundation of a successful retirement plan is a written retirement income plan. And if you don't have anything written down, if you don't know where your retirement income is going to come from, or if you did something and paid for a plan once and it went up on a shelf and has been collecting dust for three or five or 10 years, give us a call. We'll offer to you a retirement income analysis with absolutely no cost and no obligation. The number is 803-9-RETIRE. Again, if you don't have any kind of written retirement income plan, give us a call now for retirement income analysis at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rizak alongside, and we are walking you through our analogy, creating a five-star retirement plan. Just having a little fun playing off of the five-star rating system for hotels and restaurants, but really we're just talking about the main pieces of a comprehensive plan. And Pat, when it comes to these different options for creating income in retirement, a lot of times we think we have a plan. We talked about this just a moment ago, but really we just have some stuff. Talk about the difference <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> between an income plan and maybe our next one, our next star, which is the wealth management strategy. It seems like they could be, we might think those are kind of similar, but those are two different things. Talk about the difference. Yeah, and completely different, but yet at the same time, very intertwined for yes. almost all of us. I mean, there's very few people that are just going to retire with Social Security and a pension and that they don't care that they, if they have a nest egg anymore. And that's where, over the last generation or two, our process in America is completely turned upside down. Hmm. And so now when someone's retiring, if they have pension benefits, they're going to get money every month. We just applaud them and say congratulations <laughs> on being one of the few because so many people are trying to cobble together retirement with Social Security and then kind of a pile of money. Money. So we need to be thinking about where are your sources of income? How are we going to generate that? And then for most people, that's going to tie in with what are you doing with your nest egg? And that was the entire premise behind my last book, The Retirement Secret, which is all about how in the world do you decide to invest all of those funds? And you know, just like we talk about all the time, Jen, first and foremost, it should be to accomplish whatever your goals are. And the interesting mismatch that we have in America is the vast majority of the media and conversations about investments are, oh, I made 50% on this, or hmm. Bitcoin did this, or <laughs> you know, Tesla did this, and all these kinds of things. But that actually has absolutely nothing to do with accomplishing your goals. Accomplishing your goals is all that matters. And for 99% of the people that I've ever met, their goal isn't to get rich. Their goal is to never be poor, right. to make sure their income lasts through retirement. So those are two completely different things. So that's why we need to know where your income is going to come from. And for most of us, since some of that's coming from our nest egg, we need a plan for how to manage that. And those are the things that our advisors are literally spending all day doing all the time, because <laughs> that's what all of our clients need. Right, right. And you know, Pat, let's talk a little bit about the balance here. I like your point when you say it's not about big returns. It's not about getting rich. It's about doing what we can to help make sure we don't end up running out of money. Talk about finding the right balance so we have some of that growth to keep pace with things like inflation, but we aren't overdoing it. We, we just mm. don't want to be overexposed to risk. Absolutely. And, and when we talk about kind of building that plan and what do you do with your nest egg, we love the analogy of the financial house. And my art skills are very lacking. So our house just has th <laughs> very, three very simple levels. So you start the foundation of the house. And of course, you need a strong foundation. So in our analogy, that's going to be anything that has safety or guarantees to it. So that's going to be like FDIC insured bank accounts. And it's going to be annuities that have a principal or income guarantee that you know, you know, is backed by that company. If we skip up to the roof of the house, that's going to be your growth money, your risk money. So that could be in Bitcoin, that could be in Tesla stock or you know stock market, all those kinds of things. And then there's a middle area we call the walls. And that's everything in between those two. So not in the stock market, not safe and guaranteed. Those are often dividend paying investments. We're trying to get maybe five, six or 7% dividends there, keeping up with inflation, trying to generate more yield. Then as we customize that, that balance is going to be different for everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be different based on how much income you need to generate, you know, how old you are, how long you need that money to last. And that's the beauty of it is it gives you balance. It gives you diversification because there is no one perfect investment. So you have to divvy it up. And of course, that's very stressful and complicated. So this gives mm -hmm. you a nice, simple visual of how to do that. Pat, talk a little bit about how we can get started if we just haven't done some of this planning yet or we just don't know if we have all of the components again of what we're calling our five-star 
retirement plan, how do we get started? Yeah, certainly I would say if you have a nest egg and you're not sure if it's set up the right way for your age or maybe you had it all in the market and now you're getting you know, mm -hmm. in your 40s and 50s or 60s and you're thinking, is this still set up the way it should be? Or maybe the other way around, you know, you're sitting in cash and you're thinking, I need to make more to keep up with inflation. It's a great opportunity to sit down with one of our planners. Let us take a look at where you're at, where you're trying to go, and help you see if you're on track. We call it our five-step retirement review, and there's no cost and no obligation for listeners of the show. So just call 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, take advantage of that opportunity with no cost and no obligation. The number is 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. You've heard Pat on radio. Now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the 7 o'clock news on WIS-TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10. Schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review. Call right now, 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I'm Jen Rizak alongside, talking today about creating your five-star retirement plan. When you plan a vacation, this is kind of our comparison today. When you plan a vacation, you know how to find some savings, right? You research flights and hotels and you look for some savings. Maybe you travel at the off-season so you can save a little bit there. You're trying to get the most bang for your buck. And the reality is, though, Pat, when we're trying to find ways to be efficient, maybe find some savings, maybe be a little bit tax efficient, maybe take some steps to preserve our retirement savings, we don't always know how to do that the same as we do for travel planning, right? <laughs> You're exactly right. Yeah. And it's definitely one of those things where periodically there will be some kind of media report that people spend more time planning their vacation than planning their retirement. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like something, oh, we should feel so guilty. Well, as someone who does it for a living, that's so obvious to me right. because like you said, we've all been on vacations before. None of us have ever retired before. Like yeah. it's so much more scary and daunting and complicated. So even travel planning can be very complicated, but then you just, you know, you ratchet that up so many degrees with all the things that go into retirement planning. And I'll tell you, Jen, we have a lot of clients that hire us that have never worked with a financial professional before. And when we ask them why they come to see us, one of the things they'll often say is, I've been satisfied just handling my own finances mm -hmm. and I was planning on doing that for retirement. But as I started looking into it and researched it, I realized it was way more complicated and it's not necessarily that they couldn't figure it out, but you just reach a point of time where you say, why would I want to spend a significant chunk of my retirement time oh, yeah. doing this? It's you like know a what second I mean? career, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I like that point. I mean, so many times we do spend more time with things like the travel planning or whatever because we're familiar with it. It's not quite as overwhelming thinking about planning a week-long vacation versus a 30-year retirement. That's certainly <laughs> a little bit daunting. And again, when it comes to those places where we can be efficient, where we can find some savings, we kind of know some of the tips of the trade on travel. But one of the areas where we can potentially find some savings is in the area of taxes. And Pat, this is an area that I know you spend a lot of time talking to people about. Talk about the difference between tax planning and trying to find ways to be tax efficient versus just getting your taxes prepared, getting your taxes done. Those are a couple different ways to look at this. Yeah. And I think it's a really good point to touch on for a minute because it's basically a difference between looking into the past and looking into the future. And mm -hmm. so a great analogy for that is when you're driving your car. So you have your windshield that you're looking out of to see what's coming that you haven't reached yet. And then you have your rearview mirror to look behind you. Mm -hmm. And so the rearview mirror looking behind you, that is when you go to your accountant and you have them prepare your taxes because you're looking at last year. So you're collecting all those things. Now, of course, that's important. Right. Uh, we need to do it. Something yeah. we all have to do. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, 
in America, most people tend to just do that. It is, let's make sure we get our taxes prepared. Hey, maybe they'll find a cool little thing or credit or deduction and we can save a few dollars. Mm -hmm. And then that's done. And then we kind of put it away for a year and we say, okay, phew, it's done. I, the IRS <laughs> didn't haul me off to jail or anything like that. I'm pretty happy about that. And, uh, and then we forget about it. And then it's, oh, okay, it's tax time again. And we go through this cycle. Well, tax planning is saying, okay, let's take a look at where you're at right now. What if we could strategize ways so that in the future years, you're paying less taxes when you're having them prepared. That's a pretty exciting idea. Yeah. And it's very hard to do when you're 30 or 40 and you're working every year and you have to pay taxes on your income. But when you're retired, you now have the ability to control how and when you take money out of each of the different accounts. You have control over shifting from one type of account to another. Now there's consequences to all of those decisions. So you can't just make those willy nilly, but it does give you that control is what we always focus on. Let's take advantage of that opportunity to control so you can streamline and minimize and, as you said, make, make yourself as tax efficient as possible. That is such a good point, Pat. And I know you've made this point before on the show when it comes to the opportunities and the control that you have in retirement versus during your working years. It's such a different phase of life. We just need to recognize that so many things change, Pat, not only just what we're doing with our time every day, but what's going on with our income, what's going on with our taxes. All of this is so different. And that's why it's so important that we get a handle on what's going on with our money. And we talk to somebody who spends a lot of time helping people with this particular phase of life. It all starts with that analysis of what's going on with our money. And that's a step that you walk people through when they first come in, right? Yeah. And one of the things about that, Jen, is there are all different kinds of financial professionals and our industry does a terrible job of <laughs> titling those and making clear what someone does. Right. You know, someone says, I'm a financial advisor. What does that mean? Well, they may mean they provide advice on finances. A lot of times what it means is they want to manage your investments mm -hmm. and collect a fee for that. And by the way, they may be very good at that, but you just want to know what you're actually getting. Right. And so one of the things, you know, there's a number of different ways to differentiate financial professionals. One of them would be, what is your expertise? Um, because you can't be an expert in everything. And so we made a decision a long time ago. I was very blessed to be mentored by someone very early in my career who was an expert in retirement planning. And I took to that. I loved that. And even when I was in my early to mid-20s, meeting with people that were at retirement age, I just I clicked with them. And it was something that was just very natural for me. So I was very fortunate to stumble into that early in my career. So it's not early in my career anymore. That was a long time ago now. <laughs> right. So I have many years of that. But that's where our expertise is. If someone is 25 and they want to start out investing, it's really not something that I am an expert in because I can't know everything. And so there are, we generally our industry would say there's two different categories. There's accumulation advisors that are going to help you grow your money, probably let's say until you're within five or 10 years of retirement and then more of a retirement planning advisor that's going to kind of take things over from five to 10 years before retirement into that transition into retirement. So that's where our focus is. And that's why we know the ins and outs and forwards and backwards of tax planning and retirement because we live it every single day. Someone who's working with 25 and 30 year olds, a lot of time, they're not going to have the bandwidth to know all those details. So if you've never looked at your tax planning for retirement, or if you are concerned about paying too much in taxes, if you're concerned about our debt as a country and the potential for tax rates to go up in the future, if any of those things are true, call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. We'll give you a retirement tax analysis at no cost and no obligation because you're a listener of the show. And we think if we can help you get more tax control in retirement, we can find ways to save you taxes, which is just more money in your pocket. Once again, that number is 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and the author of the books, Save Your Retirement and The Retirement Secret. And today we've been doing this analogy, comparing the five-star rating system of hotels and restaurants and, and all of those types of things to your retirement plan, helping you create your five-star retirement plan. And it's so important that we recognize this is a different phase of life from during our earlier years, Pat, but there are a couple more pieces of this five-star plan, a couple more stars that I want to talk <laughs> about, uh, one of them being healthcare. This is another area where during our working years, we have probably healthcare insurance through our employer, 
we kind of know what's going on with that. Talk a little bit about how we deal with this once we get to retirement, because there are some different options and there are some different ways to handle healthcare costs and that piece of preparing for retirement. Yeah, we, you know, one of the things that's on a lot of people's minds these days is inflation. And mm-hmm. man, the cost of healthcare Oof. is one of those things that it's crazy when you look at, you know, 5, 10, 20 years ago, what it costs and what it costs now. And I know we've shared the Fidelity report that a 65-year-old couple is going to pay an estimated $315,000 for healthcare in their retirement. And that doesn't include long-term care, which is what most of us think of as the biggest expense. Mm -hmm. So there's no magic pill to take for this or anything like that. It's just a reality of having a plan and making sure we budget for it when we're creating your retirement plan. So I always say we separate into three things. Is there going to be a need for medical insurance for you? That's especially true for those that want to retire before age 65. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with Medicare and how that works? We need to make sure that we handle that properly. We have a Medicare expert that we work with that is awesome at you know looking at the different supplements and things like that and then do you have anything uh, set aside or prepared for long-term care for mm-hmm. nursing care in retirement so those are kind of the three big areas and we just need to make sure we hit on all of them and burying your head in the sand doesn't solve the problem no. uh, the problem's still there you're just not paying any attention to it so <laughs> right. that's part of our goal it's way more fun to play offense and talk about investing and making money but this is your defense this is to protect yourself from those you know unexpected right. healthcare costs right and the final piece of this pat once you get to the finish line i guess of your retirement for a lot of people having some sort of estate or or legacy plan as part of this as well. Certainly, you don't want to be running out of money for Mm. your expenses, and hopefully uh, you'll have something left over for your heirs. Talk about where legacy planning fits in. That's the fifth star of our five-star retirement plan. Yeah, estate planning is probably the only thing that people want to talk about less than healthcare stuff, right? right? <laughs> because, <laughs> Saved it for the end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, estate planning is talking about what if I get really sick or can't handle things for myself or what if I pass away? And none of us like talking about those things. Right. So it's one of those things we want to help you have that plan in place so you have the peace of mind that's in place and then we don't have to talk about it <laughs> unless something changes in your life. So this is going to be important. If you have any goals beyond just enjoying your retirement, if you want to leave money to kids or grandkids or your church or other charities. This is an amazing place where lots of great things can happen and we can save taxes and leverage money. There's all kinds of cool approaches that can be done. But the main thing for most people, especially if you're married, is we want to make sure each spouse is protected in case one spouse gets sick or one spouse passes away. And then we need to make sure you're prepared, whether you're an individual or married, because you need to have things like a power of attorney, you know, living will, those types of things, because that's going to make sure if something happens and you can't can't sign for yourself, that's going to protect you because then you're going to be able to name the people that the medical people can talk to or that people that can help you with your finances. Mm-hmm. So these are just the types of things that aren't fun to talk about, but let's get it done and then you don't have to worry about it. That's right. And then we can talk about the more fun things like yes. the, the vacation planning and the uh, all the other fun stuff. So to recap, before we shift gears here and switch topics in our next segment, the five key components of our five-star retirement plan include an income plan, wealth management strategy, tax-efficient strategy, and a plan to address health care and an estate planning strategy. So let's talk about how we can help build a retirement plan that incorporates all of these, Pat. How do we get started on that? Yeah, and of course, as we always say, we believe you deserve a custom-built plan, not any kind of cookie cutter, but something that's specific to you. And the only way to do that is to sit down with one of our planners. So we offer a five-step retirement review. And guess what those five steps are? Same as those five stars. (laughs) We cover all of them. So to take advantage as a listener to the show, there's no cost. There's no obligation. 803-9-RETIRE. Take advantage if you haven't done it before. Right now, 803-9-RETIRE. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert, Tim Hanbury. Have you ever heard of the income-related monthly adjustment amount, or IRMA, before? Well, don't feel bad. Most people haven't either. IRMA is a surcharge to the cost of Part B and Part D premiums for individuals based on their income from two years ago. If your income was above $87,000 as a single person or $174,000 if you're married, you'll receive an IRMA charge. I won't get into all the details, but no, Irma can add about $70 to about $425 per month to your cost depending on your income. So if you have a higher income or sold a property, received a bonus or deferred compensation, you may run into this. Please know there is a process to reduce or eliminate these costs once you're on Medicare. 
If your income will be less in retirement than it was two years ago, then it makes sense to appeal this charge. Your financial planner can also show you ways to reduce your taxable income prior to retirement, which helps reduce or eliminate these charges before they happen. Please take some time to understand your Medicare options. Medicare, properly designed, would be the best insurance you ever had. Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation. To schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, call right now. 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the books Save Your Retirement and The Retirement Secret. And of course, because Pat has done this for so many years now, he gets questions each and every week about all things retirement. And we like to take a little time here on the show every now and then and answer some of those common retirement questions, because some of these do come up time and time again. Some are a little bit more uh, unique than others. But Pat, we always look forward to answering some of those questions. So uh, you ready to get into this here? Absolutely. Fire away. See if you can shock me or, su- oh, or surprise that's me. That's right. Let's see if we can shock you. <laughs> Probably not. But all right. Well, we've got a good variety here. So I am looking forward to getting some insights from you on these. Um, our first question comes from Linda from Blythewood, who her husband just retired and she is planning to leave her job in the next few months, but her replacement is not yet trained, but then she'll be all set to retire. And she says, Linda says, I'm excited, but already my husband has started to pinch pennies everywhere. I can't can't even get him to talk about taking our first trip after I retire. It's already driving me crazy. How do I get him to get comfortable with the idea of spending some of our savings on some fun things? Because this is what we saved it for. I like the inflection you threw in uh, into I mean, that I, in that typed out question, Jen. It's like it was pain. you. It's as if it was me. That's right. Oh my goodness. All right. What do you think? That is such a good question, Linda. Um, Yeah, let's see if we can help out here. So a couple of things that come to mind. The first one is that we don't want to underestimate what we're dealing with here, which is clearly retiring is one of the biggest changes you'll ever have in your entire life. Mm -hmm. So this is a big deal. And to assume that it's going to go smoothly or that everyone's going to deal with it the same, I think is probably – it's a little too optimistic, right? So I think that's that's my starting point. And then the second one is, man – We see things like this all the time because, you know, of course, not all of our clients are married, but a lot of them are. And it's pretty rare that both people are in perfect sync and in perfect (laughs) harmony on every single item, you know. And I I always joke about the example of the married couple that came in and I said, you know, something like paint a picture of what you'd like your retirement to look like. And one of the two said, I want to sell the house, buy a huge RV and drive around the country all the time. And the other person said, that's insane. I would never do that. And I was thinking – well, I'm glad we talked about this now <laughs> instead yeah. of after you retired. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Were, were the, did their last name start with Re and end with Zach? Is that <laughs> – was that us you were talking to? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So it's one of those things where it is such a good thing for the married couple to talk these things out. And I would say where your financial planner or retirement planner can help is let's get back out that written retirement income plan because certainly, Linda, we hope you have that. Uh, because your husband probably just needs to see where's that money coming from. And even though we've built that out for all of our clients, you know, sometimes, you know, we all have anxieties and, you know, sometimes when my longtime clients come in to do a strategy session, there's those questions, hey, are we going to be okay? Those types of things. And then the one final thing I'll add about the psychology of this, Jen, is I think this is probably more common with men, you know, not Mm -hmm. trying to overgeneralize, but Uh, There's something about the game of investing and accumulating that especially men like to see those numbers get bigger and bigger, right? Oh, I used to not have anything, and then I had 300000 500000 Now, over all these years, I've saved a million dollars, and there's maybe some pride with that, certainly, and that's okay because it's hard work to save that money. Yeah. Uh, but in retirement, you know, sometimes you're not actually accumulating that anymore, and maybe it's staying the same, or maybe even there's reasons we're going to allow that to drop down a little bit, and that can be cost- Causing some anxiety. So trying to get to the bottom of what's causing that stress for your husband, I think, would be hopefully really valuable. I hope, I hope Linda, that that's, some of that's helpful. Yeah, really good insights there. Um, next question. This comes from Roy in Forest Acres who says, 
there are a couple of local charities that we've regularly supported throughout our careers. We don't want to completely abandon those causes now that we're retired, but it seems scary to keep giving as much when we're on a fixed income. Should we hold off on charitable giving for now if we're worried about the financial impact? So kind of seeking that second opinion there, I think, from Roy. Yeah, I think that is a good question from Roy. And I think that, you know, many of our clients are charitably inclined. A lot of times that starts with their church, Mm -hmm. uh, if they're churchgoers. And then, of course, you know, we have the university here and and a lot of other awesome charities in the area. So I think the first place I would start there is coming right back to that retirement income plan. And, you know, Jen, we always joke about it. I don't really love the word budget because it sounds so restrictive. But Mm -hmm. I always talk about having a spending plan. If you're giving to charities, I'm assuming it's important to you. So we'd want to put that in your spending plan for one thing. And then, you know, I'd probably want to ask a little bit about how you're choosing how much goes to those charities. You know, a lot of clients that are giving to their church, they just kind of pick a percentage or dollar amount a month Mm -hmm. or week or whatever. And that kind of goes there. We have some clients that like to use a percentage and say, I want to tie the 10% or something like that. So then we just have to back into what number are you pulling that from? Is it all the money that's coming in every month or are you adjusting that? So I think there's a few different ways that you could look at that. But the number one thing is there's a lot of what we do that's investing and tax planning and these tactical things. One of the simplest things is helping you focus on what's most important to you. And for most of us, that's going to be taking care of our family, um, giving to the charities that are important to us. So those types of things should be the most important things that are in your spending plan when we create your written retirement income plan. Great insights there. Let me just give the phone number really quickly, 803-9-RETIRE-TO-REACH. Pat Struby and the team from Preservation Specialists as we go through and Pat answers some of these questions here today. And, and obviously he's not really able to give super specific answers because there's always so much that we don't know about the different folks who ask these questions. But uh, just some, some good insights here from Pat. If you have specific questions, if you'd like to spend some time talking with Pat or the team about some of these things, 803 803- Nine retire is the number to call. That's 803 nine retire to reach Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists. Our next question uh, Rick in Lexington has a question about Social Security. Is that benefit, my Social Security benefit, going to be taxed? I cannot figure out what to expect with that. Is my Social Security benefit going to be taxed? Good question, Rick. The short answer I'll give you is probably. Uh, So now there's a much longer answer. Uh, And the reason I say that is, you know, when FDR created Social Security, uh, he had a famous line where he said, these benefits would be taxed over my dead body. And then the financial planning joke says that's exactly what happened because long after he passed away, I believe it was in the early 80s when they were trying to shore up Social Security in preparation for the baby boomers, they added a tax. Um, The phrasing was that it was a tax on wealthy retirees. Mm -hmm. It kicks in, I think, around $25,000 a year of income. Um, So most people would say that's not really wealthy. (laughs) But the reason I said probably is when that was started – it affected about 20% of people receiving Social Security benefits, but they have not adjusted those numbers for inflation at all, which is kind of shocking, really, yeah. when you think about how far back yeah. that goes. And wow. now it affects about 70% of retirees. So it went from a pretty small fraction to the majority. That is a pretty complicated calculation. It has to do with how much income you're receiving from taxable areas like part-time work, um, from a pension, from IRA withdrawals. Uh, it includes how much you're getting from Social Security. It even includes things like tax-free bonds. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty complicated. When we've done lo- really long classes with clients, I used to break out the old like whiteboard or chalkboard and actually break it all down. I, I felt like people were always fascinated <laughs> by that because it's, it's, you're kind of seeing the inner workings of the IRS and you know how all those th- types of things work. But it, it really comes back to that idea Uh, I know we talk about this, Jen, that we need an income plan, but the taxes are different when you're retired. So this isn't something for a generalist to just look at. This is something where, you know, that's why we focus on retirement. So we know that, you know, that tax on Social Security benefits forwards and backwards, because what Rick's probably trying to figure out is, okay, I know how much I'm going to be getting, you know, in these kind of gross figures, but what am I going to actually have to spend? Right? Right. And that's what we all really care about. So knowing these types of rules is is really a big part of that. And you have control over some of your distributions that you're going to live off of. So what if we can find ways to cut those taxes on your Social Security in half? That would be pretty powerful because that's obviously more money in your pocket. Yeah. All right. Really good insights there. Again, 803-9-RETIRE is the way to reach Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists with your questions. Again, that's 803 803- 
nine retire. We do have time for one more. And Pat, we've spent time on this show before talking about how quickly things can change, how Mm. you might make plans and and think that things are going to go one way and then something happens that changes that. And I just want to say that as I set up this last question, because this one comes from Bonnie and Chapin, who says, our son was in a very severe accident and he suffered brain damage that is most likely permanent. So this changes Mm. everything because now he's going to need some sort of care and financial support going forward. He isn't married. He doesn't have kids. How can we plan for him to be provided for in the future? Blink of an eye, Pat. Things can change. Wow. Isn't that true? And, um, you know, first of all, I'm so sorry to hear Bonnie. And, uh, yeah, and I think it's, I guess it's just the older we get, right, Jen? Like yeah. you you hear it more. It hits you harder, I think. Yeah. And um, so I think coming purely from the finance side and just trying to help on that end, Bonnie, I think that there are things you can do. This is probably somewhere where we'd want to bring an attorney in. I know there's things called special needs trusts because for your son to receive the type of care he needs, uh, that's probably going to require governmental benefits because I'm sure that the private pay would be astronomically priced. So a special needs trust allows things to be for his benefit, but they're not in his name. Uh, again, I'm not an attorney, but that's my understanding of, of that's kind of the, the plain English version of, of what that's for. But there are financial tools uh, that we could look at. And obviously, it depends on Bonnie on, on your financial situation and your ability to prepare. There are things you could do to, for example, have a life insurance policy that would pay off and, and set up funds for him to be taken care of after you're gone. There are annuities that would have, you know, lifetime income payouts so that money would continue to flow. Um, There's always financial tools. The reason financial tools exist is because someone wanted them or benefited from them at some point. So the key is to make sure you're using the right tools for the job. Um, So if you need to screw in a screw, you don't want to only have a hammer. (laughs) You know, you need to have the screwdriver. So it's about having a financial professional that has an expertise in what you're looking for to help you make that match. And hopefully... You know, it's part of, obviously, we wish we could heal uh, Bonnie's son, but at least uh, from the financial end, if we can make sure that side is taken care of, it's one less worry and one less burden that you have in in a difficult time. All right. Really great insights there, Pat. And I, I think, you know, you look at all these different questions, they're all different, but at the end of the day, everybody kind of has the same question. And that is, am I making the right decisions for me and my family? Are we going to be okay? Are we going to make a misstep? How do you help us avoid that? So as we close this out today, Pat, what would you like to leave our listeners with? Well, I think that you're exactly right, Jen. It comes back to the fact that sometimes people are surprised that we're willing to sit down with someone or have a call with someone. We never charge for that. There is no obligation for that. And the reason is because finance is complicated. Investments are complicated. Retirement's complicated. If we can talk with you for just a few minutes and share some insights and make it better for you, some of those people we have that conversation with might say, hey, maybe I want to look at uh, hiring y'all to help us. So that's what we're here for. Uh, We're here for personal, not cookie cutter, custom built planning based on your needs and your desires. And we offer that uh, to listeners of our show. Uh, The number is 803-9-RETIRE. If you'd like to schedule some time with one of our retirement planners, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. And be sure to tune in again next time for more insights from Pat. And we'll talk to you then. Have a great week. Securities offered through Arcadios Capital. Member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Arcadios Wealth. Preservation specialists and Arcadios are not affiliated through any ownership.